This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we're going to take you inside the sphere because CityCast producer Layla Mohammed did it. She saw a show at the sphere and she's going to give us all the best insider tips for a successful night out at our most famous venue. It's Wednesday, December 6th. I'm Sarah Lohman, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Layla. Hello, Sarah. Welcome to the other side. Yes, thank you. Hello. I am so excited to hear about your night at the Sphere. But yes. like, I also need to begin at the beginning. So I'm glad we're doing this. I have a friend coming into town. He wants to go to the Sphere. So what mm-hmm. shows are even playing at the Sphere right now? So right now there are the two shows, U2's Residency that wraps up next March and Postcards from Earth. Um, It was also just announced that Fish is going to have a four-show residency there next April. Those tickets go on sale next week. Um, Something I didn't know before going into Postcards from Earth, which is the 50-minute film, is that it's part of the sphere experience 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 exactly Layla the sphere experience it's impossible (laughs) to say those words I'm like uh, my my lisp is like coming back why isn't it the experience this is my strongly worded letter right now (laughs) the sphere experience that's actually easier to say the experience Um, yeah yes but it's a part of the sphere experience which Mm -hmm. is you go in and for 60 minutes they actually have you hang out in the atrium with all the robots um and yeah you're walking around hanging out eating there's tons of bars down there and then eventually within that 60 minutes um, probably like 30 minutes in, they open the higher floors. So that's something I didn't know. And I wish oh. I dressed differently because I dressed to sit in a movie theater uh, and I was walking around for an hour. So that was that was something to keep in mind. OK, we're going to get back to the robots in a second here. But first, first things first, was it hard to get tickets? Are they expensive? What's the deal? It was pretty easy to get tickets. I went on a weekday and there was a lot of availability. Uh, they have some sections closed off during the week um, that I assume that they open during the weekends for mm. definitely for the U2 show, um, but also for showings of Postcard from Earth. So tickets were pretty easy to get. They were 178 with fees. Oh um, my god. Seriously? Yeah. So, so the fees weren't the fees weren't that bad. It was listed at a, around 160. So fees weren't that bad, but yeah, for the 300 oh, levels it was 178, which that is a pretty is pricey ticket. That is way more than I expected. Almost $200 to see like the 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 sphere experience yes. at the sphere. There are cheaper tickets, um the 400 levels which are the steep 
nosebleed seats. Uh, those are $99. Oh, okay. It was good, though, because I thought it was just the movie. And okay. it made more sense that it was 60 minutes of talking to the robots. What's the last show that you spent that much money on? Oh, my God. One. Well, I mean, I saw Beyonce. That was yeah. a lot. Uh, that was definitely more than 200 were any of the robots as good as a Beyonce concert? Oh, no, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> so was this thing worth it for $178? Um, I don't think so. Um, okay. Because if you're going with multiple people, if you're trying to go on a date, if you're buying tickets for a group, that gets really pricey. And so I think it's kind of cost prohibitive in that. Holy crap. Yeah, in that Okay. Vein. Well, I mean, do you need a ticket to step inside? Like, you have to have a ticket to get through the door. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm, 100%. You can't You can't get in the building without a ticket. Okay. So let's do this. Can you take us on your journey? You left your, you bought your ticket online mm-hmm. with the company card. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not your personal investment. That's an important note. You, and then you left your house to go to the sphere, and then what happened? Mm-hmm. So I got there. The showtime was listed for 4.30. I got there around 3.30. They don't open the doors until mm. around 4, and that's just for the, like, a holding area. And then at 4.15, they let everyone go up the escalators to the atrium, which has the robots, the main floor bars, Um, And all the main entrances, like the entrance from the bridge to Venetian. So that's where I started. I would not recommend coming too early because you're just going to be standing outside. Uh, If your showtime says 4.30, then you can get there at 4. So you go in, you get in around 4.15, close to 4.30. And then you go into the floor with all of the robots. There's about five AI yeah, what robots. are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So there's like five AI robots there. Uh, their name is Aura. They're bolted to the floor. They have two attendants, each robot. And they're kind of like little kiosks or little stations that you can go and visit and talk to each robot. What do um, they tell you? You can ask it questions. It tells you anything. You can ask it questions. One Woman um, asked it if it could dance. It did a little cute dance. Uh, every robot did the same dance, by the way. Oh. Um, because multiple people were asking each robot to dance. And so that was cute. There was one kind of like uncanny experience where she was talking to this girl. Um, this girl asked the question and she was holding a drink in her hand. And Aura asked, are you drinking Fireball, which is an alcohol? And the girl was like, no. And the attendant, the robot attendant, said, oh, it's because of your shirt. I'm, I couldn't see her shirt from the front, but I'm guessing her shirt said Fireball. So the AI asked if she was drinking Fireball in the cup that she was holding. And she would comment on, like, what you were wearing. Like, this girl was wearing a cute sparkly hat. And she's like, I love your sparkly pink hat. So it was... So weird. Yeah. Every robot had those kind of interactions with the guests. Guests were just going up and asking them questions, asking them like what are you why are you here have you experienced snow and um what? they would have yeah <laughs> it was it was all kinds of questions 
Uh, so those were the five robots, and then they had, I think, okay. four um, avatar scanners. And if you want to do the avatar scanners, the line does get long, so kind of like make your way to that first. What does that mean? What is an avatar <laughs> scanner? You stand in it, and it scans you, and it um, sends an avatar, like an avatar of yourself to your email. Why? Uh, AI, <laughs> technology, innovation, I don't know. Okay, but there are snacks while you do this? Yes, there's snacks. There's actual food. Um, they have four, like, restaurants, kiosks on the first floor. And then on the higher floors, they have other bars and other food. Um, and it's a pretty good selection. I got a tri-tip I sandwich. I wouldn't oh, recommend oh. the tri-tip sandwich. Okay. Um, I was trying to go for something, like, not boring. So it's not Popcorn and nachos, but like yeah. the example you had wasn't very good. Like maybe it should be popcorn and nachos. Exactly, and they had they had those. They had um, burgers and hot dogs and kind of the standard okay. movie theater fare. And then they had like ahi sandwiches and try to sandwiches and all that stuff. Kind of the fancier things. I would probably either eat before or um, go for something simple. Because okay. the food was ridiculously expensive. Oh um, and so were the drinks. I paid as much for a uh, a can of beer as I did for the tri-tip sandwich. What? Yeah. It was a tall uh, boy. It was a it was a tall can. Okay, tell but us how much. still, like $20 for a can of beer and then like $25 for a sandwich. Um, that wasn't that good. It was kind of disappointing. Craft beer or Coors? It was, um, it was a Corona. I almost really dropped. I almost really dropped the f bomb on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe I just will. Twenty dollars for yeah. a Corona. That was like one of the least expensive drink options. So okay, you've been hanging out with the robots, eating your uh, mediocre sandwich, and then I assume the theater opens. Mm -hmm. Yes. So the theater opens. I make my way up the stairs. Floors two and six are like the main floors for the mm -hmm. higher levels. Mm -hmm. um, I was in the 300 level, so I was on floor six. These are the uh, they have seats in the higher levels, correct? Yeah, the higher mm -hmm. levels are the cheaper seats. Um, the best levels to sit at are levels 200 and 300. Okay. Uh, that's where you get the best view of the screen, the best vantage point, and not that many um, obstructions. Yeah, so I heard that some of the seats have obstructed viewing, too. Yeah, for the... Level 100, you can't really see the ceiling. And then level 400, I've heard that there's like posts and pillars in the way. Um, and you can't really see everything from up there either. And it gets and it gets really steep also. Okay. So it sounds like you ended up with, you know, ideal seats. How, how was the show? What was the show? And I think like my vibe is how is this different from IMAX? So, yes, I was in level 305, which I recommend because it's right, it's that center section um, from the bottom and the sides. Okay. Getting in there was a little scary because it is steep, but if you're mm. familiar with stadium seating, if you've ever sat nosebleed at a concert, then you kind of get used to that, like, 
steep stadium type yeah. feel of a, of the seats. Terrifies um, me though. I feel like I'm gonna fall to my death. Yeah, it is terrifying. I would suggest to go sober because one wow. trip and you're like falling, falling. <gasps> okay. And so um, the screen was. I can't. It was definitely spectacular. Uh, mm-hmm. When you go in, it is that standard movie theater size. Like the beginning of the movie starts mm-hmm. at the standard movie theater size. But then once the screen opens up and surrounds you in that half sphere, what it turns out to be, because the seats are on the other side, mm-hmm. it like it feels like you're being engulfed or transported mm-hmm. into something. Um, and I think that's the difference from IMAX. It's just so much bigger and it feels like you're surrounded um, and you're like putting your head up and looking above you and to the sides of you way more than you would in a a normal IMAX movie. Did it feel real? Um, Did it feel real? Yes, but I was looking, if I wasn't looking so hard, like I was looking to a certain spot where I could see like the panels of the screen Mm. to see like, okay... I can see that this is a screen. And that made me feel better for my, like, sensory um, purposes. Like, that, this is not real. This is not throwing me into the Grand Canyon. Because uh, the way that it's shot, it feels like you're kind of falling into uh, the Grand Canyon at some point or, like, kind of falling into these landscapes. So that was... Knowing that it's a screen is helpful. And, like, kind of if you can spot those spots in the screen where you can tell that it's a panel that was helpful for me so you Um, have to like orient yourself a little bit and like uh, like ground yourself in reality a little bit because Mm -hmm. you would feel what do you like a little overwhelmed or you know vertigo yeah Yeah, I got headache I got a headache um Mm. while I was there I think it was a mixture of that like intense like you're surrounded by these grand images and like blown up insects and very detailed views and then Mm. you're also shaking in your seat because the seat has haptics which i hated Mm. personally Mm. um i don't like i don't need to feel the shake of every stomp from the elephant i I feel like i'm being such a downer this episode but this does sound like it would make me ill like as someone who gets motion sick yeah (gasps) yeah i also get very motion sick i didn't get as ill as I thought I was going to Um, like the sphere has a sensory room for people who experience dizziness, vertigo, sensory overload. It's a room with soft lighting and like fidget toys. And they Mm. also have bags that you can take into the arena or the room, the Uh sphere, the viewing room that has headphones and um, fidget toys. If you need some like sensory help to get through the show um and the staff is very helpful like if you see any staff member they know right where to send you to get help with anything like that um any any bathrooms you need to be pointed to Uh, the staff is very very helpful with anything you might need if you get overwhelmed in that experience because you could get overwhelmed in the atrium as well it's wow the lights are a lot the robots are a lot there's a lot of people the whole experience was a little overwhelming, um, but not as bad as you think it is. I mean, of course, uh, to get to the sensory room, I have to not fall to my death down the yes. many stairs of the sphere. Yes, you got to make sure you hold on to those railings. Amazing. Layla, can you describe a little bit more 
like what you're actually seeing. So I know you're, there's like these, it seems like micro, macro landscapes, bugs, elephants. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a National Geographic spectacular. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the film, it reminded me of, um, for field trips a lot, when I was a kid, we would go see the Planet Earth films. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of that a little bit more people and like it showed a lot of like cultural things and celebrations and different countries um but it reminded me of a planet earth film okay the message of the movie i wasn't really sure of um i don't know if it was like save the earth or save the planet because at the end they just went to find a new planet but that's for uh, that's (laughs) for people to decide for themselves this whole thing sounds like a cross between like like Disneyland, like 1950s Tomorrow Tomorrow World or Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. this is the future. Everything will be robots. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. then also just like the Back to the Future ride at Universal Studios. Exactly. No, it was very dystopian, very futuristic. The whole, exper- the whole experience, like even walking up from the parking lot and seeing the giant sphere um, close up like that yeah. was a surreal experience um you could see kind of like the the pucks that they use to project the i'm not going to go into the technical science yeah like the science behind the sphere but you can see the lights in the sphere and you but it doesn't change how like grand and how massive it is and how bright it is when you're up close like that too but i mean i i was expecting to like it less than i did I liked it a lot more than I was expecting, and I didn't need to go into the sensory room like I was also expecting. (laughs) Would you recommend going to a show at the Sphere? Yes. I would recommend it if it's in your budget. Um, Probably not for a date, unless you're really trying to impress your date, Um, and they're in... Like, they're going to stick with you because you're going to drop $200, probably $300. Um. It's definitely an expensive night, but it is pretty spectacular. It is really cool. It's one of the most spectacular things to do in the city right now. Oh, my gosh. Well, Leila, thank you for taking us on this journey. I, I I feel like out of breath. I feel like I've been there with you and I need to go hang out in the sensory room for a while. Yes, for sure. today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show, here's what you can do. Send this episode to your posse that you're taking to the sphere. Listen together, make a plan, go be amazed, go get motion sick, then rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care. Oh, and an insider tip, the second floor has pizza. I didn't see pizza at any of the other uh, bars or restaurants, so definitely check out the second floor. How much was the pizza? $83. Oh, I didn't, um, ooh, I didn't write down what, how much the pizza was, but probably like $20. Oh, my God. Could you ask one yeah. of the robots to buy you a slice? Honestly.